You're listening to the A to Z of Spirituality by Divine Soul Yolandi Borsov. I am all about the spiritual shit. I work with lightworkers and starseeds who are ready to transform their lives and shine out there. I will be covering loads of topics relating to spiritual growth and week by week I will teach you what I have learned on my own journey so far. A journey of connecting with my sacred Mary Magdalene sisterhood, my cosmic lineage, my earth ancestors, sacred sites around the world and my own divine soul. So, if you are ready for some profound ideas and deep spiritual connection, make sure you join me today. Grab a cuppa and let's shine. Okay, so, oh, I don't even like know where to start. I was trying this morning to wrap my head around like exactly what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today and just on what I want to talk about. And as I was preparing this morning, I thought to myself, there's a lot of people who don't really know much about Mary Magdalene and what she's about and what she represents and the whole story behind it. And it took me quite a lot of reading and googling and finding and scratching and looking to actually get information about her and to find out what the actual story is with all of this. What I want to start with today is just to give you a bit of a background as to what she actually represents and what she's about. So the popular Bible story that most of us know and which I knew was basically about Jesus meeting Mary Magdalene and she was basically described as a prostitute that then went to him and he basically forgave her and she then became one of the people who followed him. She was with him then when he died and all that good stuff, right? Basically, if you trace this back and you look at what the other side of the story is, there's also the story about the Bible actually being changed. And I think it was about the 400s. There was this decision made to only add certain things into the Bible and certain things in there that was to be seen by the masses. Okay, So basically what happened was that any information about Mary Magdalene was decided then then that she would be dubbed as a prostitute because she was also one of the disciples in actual fact. And she was someone who was also teaching alongside Jesus. And it was just not appropriate at that time for what the patriarchy was trying to accomplish to have a woman as a power figure. So literally loads of information was squashed and destroyed and burnt. And then luckily for us, there was a great find in the well in the 19, late 1900s, where we actually ended up finding scrolls in the Egyptian desert, and it was the teachings of Mary Magdalene. So there's a whole bunch of information. And I can't actually wait to um, start teaching you guys about that next year. So that's going to be part of my mission to really expand on what she was teaching, because all her teachings were beautifully based in heart expansion, in connection, in love, in the, the merging of the divine feminine and the divine masculine, which really made me quite happy when I started figuring this out. So yeah, so as far as I could ascertain, so if you just basically discard what, what the Bible said, Mary Magdalene was a very powerful woman who trained with Isis in the Order of Isis, and she was given a lot of information. One of the things that she also worked with was with DNA activation of people, etc. So she was literally in that position where 
she got a whole load of information, so much stuff that she needed to bring out to the world. And she basically knew that she was going to be meeting Jesus. And she knew that she was also going to be spending time with him and that she needed to walk the path with him during his transition and his teaching. So basically, she was supposed to be with him from from that point in time. So they had this beautiful meetup and the two of them actually formed a relationship. And she really helped him out. He really helped her out. And she was basically like one of his disciples. So there are many writings about how the male disciples then obviously was not very happy with this female that came into the group. And she was also then starting to teach. And Jesus really respected her and saw her as his equal. So the two of them really worked together. And she had a massive role to play in his resurrection and the crucifixion and all of that to actually help him to deal with with all of the human emotions and everything that he needed to go through and transition through and also his ability to resurrect. So there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that we can go into at another stage. But basically then what happened was he obviously then went through the crucifixion, etc. And then Mary basically ended up going into the process where she needed to leave the country because of what was happening there. So she ended up going to France, but along the way she was teaching all the time. So she literally went, met up with women and she took the information from the ISIS order and created this Magdalene consciousness movement. Okay, so she spread information and gave all this information to women and it's literally all over the world. So she ended up going to France and she spent some time there And a lot of places that we visited in France was to do with her and the Cathars. So the Cathars, they were basically people who were extremely spiritual. So if you can think about like pagans living in France, and there were also this group called the Essenes. And the Essenes also worked with Egyptian teachings and stuff. So she was hanging out with these people. So we had the Essenes and the Cathars, and they were all in this area. And Mary was basically there also teaching. And these people were also helping her and everyone came there and they were busy teaching and learning, et cetera, et cetera. So it was really beautiful. And she did so much work in terms of consciousness, in terms of starting to work with your heart. And I'll tell you guys a bit now about some of the stuff that happened to me while I was there and connecting with the energy. But it was really the whole thing with her was that she wanted people to drop into the heart space. She wanted people to actually connect with that part of themselves that is unconditional, that gives out to the world, that connects with everyone, that is fearless in their ability to connect with other people and share love. Okay, so that was her whole thing. And she wanted us to be more in our body. She wanted us to be more within our being to understand the energetic power that we held within ourselves. And it was really, for me, quite an eye-opening experience to start understanding what the divine feminine actually means. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So basically, just historically, she then spent quite a bit of time there. She was also pregnant at that point in time. And then at some stage, she moved over to England, where she then went to the area that we call Avalon, Glastonbury, Wales, around there. She spent time there. She also had a daughter called Sophia there, and she also did work there. So a lot of these things are speculation. And I think for me, it was really important to take the stuff that resonated with me and the stuff that lined up with my journey and what I need to know and what I, I feel that I need to give out to the world. 
So if you are interested in Mary Magdalene and if you want to understand more, really take the effort and the time to go and find out more. Go and read some books and find out what resonates with you. Because, you know, we got told a lot of stories and there was a lot of things said on the trip and different opinions and different views. But I took what meant something to me. I took what really made my heart jump and made me go, oh, yes, that feels like her. That feels right for me. And I think, like I always say to you guys, it's so important that you you do what feels right for you. Don't take my word. Don't, you know, think this is the gospel because there's so many myths. And she she was in different areas as well, and she moved around, et cetera. But for me, the one thing that is important is the fact that there was a female teaching in that time, and there was a female that moved information through the world and gave it to other women as well. And when I look at it now, for me, it's so important because this Magdalene consciousness, this connecting with the divine feminine and this ability to get information out to other people and start connecting and spreading that love and that light to other people, that is what she was about. So if you want to be working with the Magdalene consciousness, it is all about like basically connecting with people and helping them to connect with their potential, helping people to see who they really are, helping people to understand that it's not just a mundane life, that everything is actually quite magical and we're needing to really connect with that. Okay, so for me, that was really important and it was one of the big things that I took away from this tour. So also, I found it quite curious when I when I came back home and I, and I started remembering things from my journey. So. When I got to go to Egypt or basically when I decided that I needed to go to Egypt, I had done this beautiful meditation. I was somewhere at an event and we had an, a meditation going and it was quite a deep meditation. And when I stepped through the doors of going into my meditation, I stepped into Egypt. And then when I was there, I went to this beautiful, in my meditation, this beautiful temple and I walked in and I met up with Isis. And Isis showed me this big bowl of water and all the information that I ever needed was in this bowl. And I remember her giving me all the information in my meditation. But obviously, when I got out of the meditation, everything had disappeared and I didn't know. But at that point in time, I felt a pulling to Egypt. And then when I saw the tour manual for the Egypt tour in 2017, and I opened it up, the temple that I walked into was one of the pictures in the brochure. And I was like, shit, I need to go here. So for me, it's all sort of feeling like it's starting to make sense. There is a reason why you see things. And when I speak to you guys about magic and about starting to connect and see and feel all the time, the universe is constantly giving us messages. For me, it was like, I now understand what that message from, what's that, two years ago, two and a half years ago, that vision that I had, I now understand it. I now understand my connection to ISIS. I now understand my connection to Mary Magdalene. So it's like, that's the thing, guys. It's like, the shit is real. We have to get into that space where we start taking note of the things. So if you're constantly busy, if you're not taking time out to actually connect with yourself to listen, you are going to miss this stuff. And those aha moments are going to pass you by. And the things that your soul is wanting to express and experience, it will just basically have to be delayed to find you at a later time. So if you're wanting to, I'm not, I want to, don't want to say fast track, but if you want to kind of stay on your path and be in alignment, 
like open up your ears, open up your eyes and get quiet as well. Okay, this stuff is like really important. Then I was also thinking to myself, like the Mary Magdalene tour, I booked that even before I knew I was going to move to England. Didn't know anything. I just knew I had to go. When I got there, obviously, this was such a big experience for me. But it's also, I feel like it's part of following the path of Mary Magdalene. So understanding Egypt. Then she moved to France. So being there now. Then choosing to move to England, which is also where she lived and did work, etc. So for me, if I look at my own life, there is a thread running here that I'm needing to follow. I still don't have 100% clarity on what it is that I'm, I'm going to be doing. But I need this information that I got in France so that I can do the next step of the work that I need to do in England. So that for me is but I'm always like, there's a thread there. There's something running through there. So with yourself, start looking at like, what is it that you are finding out? What books are you running into? What courses are you seeing? What trips are you maybe not going on and retreats that you're needing to connect with people that you're maybe thinking, shit, I need to speak to this person. Do all of that because for me, the puzzle and the tapestry of this life becomes complete when we're constantly following the niggle and we're constantly reaching out and grabbing and following that. Okay. So for me also, I'll tell you a little bit about what happened while I was there. This is probably one of the most hectic retreats that I've ever experienced. And I literally felt like I was living in 5D for 10 days solid. So the minute we got there, we went to a place called Bukarush. And Bukarush was where Mary Magdalene had settled with the scenes and stuff. So it's this magical mountain. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen the picture of that mountain. And it's like a stargate. So it's literally a place where the cosmos meets with the earth and all of the information is just like basically this thing beams out. So it feels like a really high vibrational place. And when we got there, I just like settled into the enormity of it. And the one thing that when we had to say why we were there, I just like, I was like, I don't have a fucking clue why I'm here. Like, I really don't understand. Like for me, it's just change, 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 change. This whole year was about that. And I could feel my resistance in my physical being and in my 3D being to change. And then I just thought, you know what, I need to just let go. I need to just allow myself to be in the space to run with whatever the hell I'm going to be dealing with in the next 10 days. Because if I resist and if I don't do this for myself, I'm going to regret it. I have 10 days in this country. I have 10 days with these magical people. And I have 10 days with this energy of Mary Magdalene. So I have to go in there and I have to grab it with both hands. And then I basically just like, yo, lay back into it and went, come on, hit me up. So the next day we went to this amazing Cathar temple. It was like a fortress, basically. So the Cathars, they had lots, lots of fortresses and they fought with the Roman Catholics. So these guys were the spiritual guys, the pagan guys. They were really connected with spirituality and all of that. And they were also hunted by the Roman Catholic Church, by the Inquisitions, all of those type of things. So they had like all these strongholds in that area where they used to teach and train. It was almost like monks that they would work with higher consciousness. They would work with their bodies. They would work with connection to the universe and all that type of stuff. And then obviously the King of France and the Roman Catholic Church then started like honing in on what was happening in this area and, and all of the energy and everything that was um, how people were changing, etc. 
And then they would go and basically attack these fortresses. So there was this beautiful fortress and the name's quite, it was like Perpetrus or something, like Chateau Le Perpetrus. I don't know, my French is really shit. So I'll hopefully work on that while I'm here. But anyway, so this place was beautiful. So you had to hike up this mountain. It had this amazing structure. And as you walked in, there was a female church and a male church. And what I loved about the tour was that it was very much not just on focusing on the divine feminine, but it was focusing on the balancing out of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. But for me on that day, when I walked into the ruin of the church, and you would have also seen this in my my Instagram feed, it was absolutely amazing. And all I wanted to do was I needed to stay there. I just needed to be in this energy. So in a lot of the churches, they have an altar. And for me, an altar symbolizes a power spot. So the people who used to create pagan churches and all that type of stuff, they were very much connected to Mother Earth. So if you're connected to your body, you're connected to Mother Earth. When you are walking somewhere, you will feel things. Energy will change. You will feel different. Things in your head will basically, like for me, it starts bubbling up. All this stuff I feel and I see and I hear. Um, And there was this beautiful altar there. And what I loved about the tour is every time we got into a special place, you'd be able to put your hands on the altar and you could feel what the energy was in this place. You could actually, if you closed your eyes, you would have a feeling things would come through, things would come up for you. So it was just absolutely beautiful. And as we were there, I just had this connection with my womb and my sacral area is is not something that I've ever worked with it's not something that I've ever really seen as uh, my blocks so my blocks have always been like my throat or my third eye or my heart or whatever or my solar plexus but I've never connected with my sacral and as I stood there and I connected with this beautiful altar I had this immense pain in my womb area and it was so intense and it was really just like what the hell is this so I had to start feeling into what is my body telling me and and it was this whole revelation about the suppression of the female ability to procreate on a higher energetic level so it's not just about procreating babies and things which we magically do anyway as females but it was really about how are we stopping ourselves from energetically growing and taking that creative ability and putting that out into birthing that into the world and through acts of being suppressed sexually as well being suppressed in all sorts of ways our creative abilities have been hampered okay and part of the mary magdalene teachings and part of the things that i feel that she's wanting us to focus on now is that sacred womb healing so it is so important to really start connecting with that part of your being and seeing where is my creativity blocked where am i not playing in my truth so if i am in my truth my creativity and my truth can merge together and I can birth beautiful things to help other people. I can birth beautiful things to help myself as well. So for me, that was such an aha moment. And again, alter, I wanted to sing the energy of that. So again, going back to where I was last year, this time, and understanding that the earth is calling me to light language up the stuff to really bring up these things. And I then had the opportunity with a small group of the women to actually connect 
and sing that energy for them. And it was such a powerful moment for me because it was almost like I, I got back my voice. I, I connected my voice and my heart with my womb again. And I felt the pain that everyone was feeling, but I also felt the possibility and the power that we can actually bring out into the world. So it was so magical. Like I just like thinking back about it, I'm just like, oh. So I also found my new light language there. It was like all of a sudden, everything started to change. My energy started to change because I allowed myself to be guided by what I felt through Mother Earth. So that for me was really important. I never got to see the the male energy church because I just wanted to be in that space. And for me, that was the right thing to do at that point in time. And that was another thing that I learned as well. So, you know, on the tour, very often it would be, would you want to go here or there? But I listened to me. I listened to what I needed and I listened to what my soul wanted at that point in time and was to understand this beautiful womb connection. And also with Mary Magdalene, what she speaks a lot about is understanding your kundalini energy and your kundalini energy is created within the womb. And by taking that energy, you basically activate and you heal all of your chakras. So if you can move that beautiful womb energy and you can actually get it to go through your entire being up into your crown, you create such a beautiful, it's like a pranic flow. It's like a life force energy and it lights everything up. So it will light all of your being up so that you can connect more, that you can shine more. Okay, so for me today is like, I want to speak a bit about the womb healing. And actually, I'm going to tell you something that then happened the next day, which was quite hectic. And I think it might be that there's a few of you who are going through this as well. So the next day, we went to this place called Nebius Forest. It was very pretty. and But the minute I stepped in, I was like, fuck, I'm so uncomfortable there. There was this feeling of my being and I'm thinking, shit, something's wrong. Like, I don't feel like it's here. But it was great because the trees were awesome. So every time I connected with trees, I got these beautiful messages and everything was lovely. And it was really all hunky-dory. So it was fabulous. I really enjoyed my nature connection time. And then there was this one part after we had lunch. He said, no, he's going to take us to the labyrinth. And for me, a labyrinth and a maze is like my favorite places in the world. I just, it's one of those things like whenever there's a maze, my son and I, we're always in there. We love it. It's so much fun, et cetera. So we walk up to this area and it was all natural. So there were these stones that that was everywhere and they were really high. And you basically had these little alleyways or pathways through the stones. So it literally formed like a big maze labyrinth area. But as we got there, there were a big stone, like a circle with a wall and this immensely beautiful tree, like a huge, glorious tree. And it was just freaking magic. Like I I stood there and I was so overwhelmed by the beauty of it. And we had to step over this wall to get into the circle to go to the labyrinth, which was on the side. And I stood there and I was just like, fuck, I can't walk in here. And I was like, you're being a freaking drama queen. Like everyone's like, yeah, this is fabulous, running in. And I'm just like, I can't, like my body physically just went, it's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why am I feeling like this? I'm not able to move. So I had to get out of my, out of my body basically. And I said to myself, stuff it. You have to go in here. Everyone else is there. You can't stand outside the bloody circle and like, you know, spend the whole hour that we're going to be here just by yourself. So I then stepped over. Everyone had dispersed and gone their own ways. And I dropped my backpack by the tree. And I just remembered one of the girls bent up and I thought, I need to go up that way. And as I started walking through, 
I just had all these visions of myself being chased by all these men into this labyrinth. And as I ran up the labyrinth alleyway, I just saw them dragging me by my head down into that open area where the tree was and how I was basically um, assaulted. I was raped and all of these bad things had happened to me in this area. So it was just like, fuck. So I stood there and I was just like, this hasn't happened to me in this lifetime. I've never been in a situation where I was wounded by, by the masculine. But as I stood there, I needed to feel it. I needed to understand what it was all about for everyone else who's always going through that. So it was such a deep experience. And the fear that I felt and the pain and how it all like affected me, it was really immense. Thank fuck for a sister that came and she was just like, let me be with you. But I needed to feel that. And it, again, made me realize how the divine feminine needs to be healed, how much pain, how much suffering there is. And the only way to heal this is by getting together and holding space for each other, by understanding that every single woman, the Me Too movements, all of it, even if it didn't happen to you in this lifetime, it sure as shit happened to you in another lifetime. Because if you are a light worker and you are in this space and you're doing this work, you will understand the pain of the universe. You will understand the pain of humanity and you will understand what it means to have gone through a violation of your sacredness, okay? And that is the thing that we're needing to hold space for. That is the thing that we're needing to start sharing with each other. That's why the sisterhoods are there. That's why the brotherhoods are there, okay? And it's now time to basically start working with the sisterhoods and the brotherhoods together. So as much as I'm all for the divine feminine rising. I'm also all for the divine masculine connecting with the divine feminine and actually understanding because Mary Magdalene's teachings was really about about understanding that the masculine and the feminine needs to work together. Okay, There is nothing separate. It's always togetherness. And for me, that is the thing that I took away. So as much as I wanted to connect with the divine feminine, which I did, I took away that the divine masculine also needs to be honored. Okay, so we can only do that from a space of love. So the more we are into that space of anger, hatred, fear, the more we're doing the divine feminine a disservice. Why don't you just rise up in love? Why don't you just rise up in in this beautiful space of understanding that we need to pull together, we need to work together, and we need to just do this whole amalgamation of love. And that for me is really important. So. Yeah, <laughs> so that was basically my first two days on the tour. I was obviously then knocked to the floor <laughs> and off dead. But it was important that I experienced that and that I felt that and that I was there to to really understand it and cry my eyes out and feel so that I could see what was actually happening, okay, and that I can understand. So for me, what I want you to take away today is that within us all we carry pain in our womb, okay, even if you're male, the male also carries that energy center of the sacral, okay, so even if you don't have ovaries in a womb and all that type of stuff, doesn't matter because you're still holding that space and you're also needing to heal things there, you're needing to heal parts of your 
creative abilities, parts of your sexuality, parts of who you are and how you look at yourself as well. So it's not just the females that need to heal, but it's the males as well. So what I would love to do now is just to take a few minutes today and just go into our wombs and just fill that with beautiful light and love and just really appreciate the fact that we are beautiful human beings who are here to create from within our being. So, so yeah, so you see what I'm saying. I think all of us healers are, are getting now that the divine feminine, the divine masculine, it's a union. And that's why Mary Magdalene and Jesus, they were the, the most beautiful example of everything needing to come together. So, yeah, like Mariam saying there with her relationship with her partner and stuff, think about like how are you bringing the divine masculine and feminine into your partnership also that you hold and how important it is that you heal yourself and that you are there all the time. Anyway, so let's all connect to that space. Okay, so I want you to close your eyes for me. And I want you to breathe. And I want you to visualize yourself in this beautiful space with me in the old church and we're standing around the altar and I want you to place your hands on this beautiful stone altar and I want you to feel that cold stone under your hand. I want you to connect with how that feels and I want you to just be in that energy of the absolute beautiful and magnificent divine feminine. And just appreciate that, feel that love, feel that absolute beauty and the calm and the nurturing and the light and just be in that energy right now. And we're calling in the energy of Mary Magdalene consciousness right now. In calling in the understanding that the healing of the world starts within each of us, that the only way we can move forward and connect peace is through our beautiful, illuminated hearts, our beautiful beings. So connecting to that light within your womb now, letting it run through your crown, all the way into your womb space. Just allow it to lie there now. And it is the healing light of this beautiful consciousness. Inia na una ia ia mau. Inia na ua ia. Inia no wa ia na. Inia ua ia wanda kaya me hasawaya te kamba yosa. And we're calling in the beautiful light from the north and the south and the east and the west. 
And any pain that you're still holding, any connection in your lineage, in your ancestry, just allow that beautiful healing light to run out to those lines, those attachments, those bindings that form, those contracts that you hold with past lives, with present lives, with family, with mother, with grandmother, with daughter. And just allow that all to run through you now. And understanding that by allowing yourself to heal these wounds, you are creating more light. You are creating healing for everyone connected to you. For your daughters, for your sons, for your family, for your friends, for your clients. Just allow yourself to be in that now. Kusi tata yalarama sanka yatata mbahiyatate watena yata. In sikiara maselata. And that beautiful source energy coming through your crown, let it light up your entire being now. And just in your heart, say a thank you to the beautiful energy of Mary Magdalene and all the wisdom that she gives to us each day and how she allows us all to connect with the world in our own unique way with so much love and compassion and understanding, knowing that the only thing that can heal all of it is the beautiful love that we carry within our hearts. I am the light. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. That's it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I have eight more days to work through with you guys. So I think I will, um, for next week, we will go to, oh God, we will go to day three, which was even more epic than day one and two. So I can't wait to share that with you guys. I'll probably try and do a little bit more next next time the connection to Avalon and all that will also be in there this week if there's stuff coming up about your mother if there's stuff coming up about your daughter if there's stuff coming up about your relationship with your husband if there's stuff coming up anything that's connected to your womb allow it to be there and allow yourself to connect with it and allow yourself to analyze it and see it for what it is because the higher teachings that are coming through at the minute and the understanding that we need to carry within us is so important. So moving yourself out of the consciousness of this has happened to me, move yourself into the consciousness of I am in acceptance of whatever has happened. I can look at it from a higher perspective and I can see what I need to learn. Okay. And for me, when I had that moment in that labyrinth and I saw that I had to feel all of it again so that I could understand and that my empathy and my compassion could grow and that the sympathy also for the divine masculine could grow, okay? So it wasn't just about me having been violated in that lifetime. It's about also understanding about the pain that the people who hurt me carried within themselves and the forgiveness that I needed to extend to each and every one of them. Okay. 
So this week, just really connect with that and try and work with it and see what comes up for you and just go back the whole time to being in that. So the Jesus energy was something out of this world. And we're going to be talking about that as well. That happened for me more towards the end of my tour. I've always been a bit not that connected with that energy. So it was quite beautiful to have an experience with that energy as well, which I will share with you guys at next week's live. So I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to um, have a fat cry on the camera again (laughs) today, but I needed to share this with you guys. I felt that it was really important and I hope that you can take something away from this and just have a beautiful week and just be in love with yourself. Okay. So just honor yourself, love yourself, because this being, this body, who you are is so special and so magnificent and the world needs it right now. So yeah, thank you for being part of the beautiful Mary Magdalene consciousness that we are creating around the world. Have a beautiful day further and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the A to Z of Spirituality. If you have learned anything or got some great value from the episode today, please leave me a five-star review. This really does help me to grow and to climb up the charts much faster. The more listeners we get, the more people we reach on this journey of soul awakening. So have a blessed day and thanks for being part of my journey.